Guys, welcome to Better Bachelor. This is Joker. So today we're going to talk a little bit about why she's not yours. It's just your turn. You know, this is an expression that goes around a lot in kind of the dating circles and in in the manosphere. And the reason why I think this came about is because so many men realize that no matter what you do, you really will never be good enough to keep her. I mean, we talk about hypergamy and, and women are always looking for something better or something that's higher up on social status or money or something else that's further on up the ladder, so to speak. But even when they're not looking for something like that and they're just... Uh, when they're just dating one individual person, even if they're not looking necessarily, over time, she's not happy with that guy anymore. And, and it doesn't even have to be compared to another guy. The guy can be the same. He can be as helpful and as loving and as kind and caring or risky and bad boy as he was the day she met her, him. But it's not enough. And so first, let's talk about I guess you could call it the, la I, I call it instead of, uh, and I mentioned this in one of my other videos, instead of the stairway to heaven, it's the ladder to nowhere. And what I mean is this, if you think about the first time you got to drive a car, you were nervous, it was very exciting. And then over the next couple of months, as you drove it more, you got to be a little more daring with it and you get to have a little more excitement. Maybe you, you do things that are a little bit scarier, go a little bit faster, especially if you're a guy, you do something silly. Same thing when you learn how to ride motorcycle, right? Think back to the first time you shared a kiss with a girl or the first time you held her hands. You're probably nervous or those uh, school dances where you had to go ask a girl to dance and she might say yes, she might say no, and you go dancing with her. All those things were on a scale of one to 10. They were a 12. They were, man, they were exciting and nerve wracking. And I mean, it doesn't get any, any better than that. But think about now. Now that you've driven for, we'll say a couple of years or, you know, like some of us guys have for a couple of decades, uh, you don't even think about it anymore. You just go out, get in the car, drive off. Uh, think about kissing a girl. Well, you say, okay, that was great. Um, hopefully there's more at some point, right? And then you look at, uh, even when you purchase something, like say you've really been dying for a new gaming computer, save up for two years for it. You've been done your research. You're looking forward to the, looking up the graphics cards on it and frames per second and what kind of this and all that excitement builds up and then you buy it and you build it and you're totally excited and you play your games and everything's working great for a week or two or maybe a month. But then you stop thinking about it. You stop thinking about, wow, can't believe how good this looks unless maybe you get a new game. Over time, things that are new, things that are exciting, things that are, that are, that are just awesome become kind of old. You get used to them. And the same thing happens to a woman in dating. Now, most of us guys that get in a relationship, for me, for example, if, uh, if I want to do something that's, that's exciting, I go out and ride my motorcycle. Doesn't mean I go looking for a new relationship. Um, maybe I'll start a new project around the house. I, I, you know, I goof off and, and play video games as well. But, and, and maybe I do a death match or, or do some player versus player online with some friends. All those things are distractions and they're all exciting. So what happens with dating and with a woman and why over time, no matter what you do, she's going to get bored of you and leave? It's simple. It's the butterflies aren't there anymore. If you take a woman out to the fanciest restaurant there is in town and it's expensive and you take her there and she loves it. She has a great time with you. You're really exciting. And boy, you took her to an amazing dinner. 
Even if there were 20 things on that, on that menu that she didn't have, you could take her to that restaurant again and again. And even though it's the best restaurant there is, she'll get bored of it. She'll want something else. When you take her out for a date and say normally Fridays you go out and get drinks and maybe go to the pinball arcade or a video arcade or something and play some games, well, that's fine for the first maybe time or two. But then it has to be something different. It has to be new. Even if she has a great time and it's one of her favorite activities, you need to do something else. You always have to keep everything new and exciting and fresh for her. It's very exhausting as a guy, right? It's, it's very tiring to always try to come up. And of course, women love and many women really want the guys to choose the date. So you're always trying to outdo yourself and always trying to come up with something interesting. Well, eventually you can't. And the same thing happens for the kind things that you do for her, for the money that you've spent on her, for the activities, the, the, the hiking, the vacations, all of it just, if you've done it, you've done it. You become well-known. You're not exciting anymore. She knows you. She knows all about you. She knows how you think and feel. And the excitement's not there anymore. So over time, as this adds up, she needs the new excitement. Now, if you look at someone my parents' age, which they're in their 70s now, my father's in his 80s, you know, they know, uh, you know, my mother has even mentioned this before when I've talked to them about dating and how they met and relationships and things like that, because I really get along well with my, my, my mom's especially very in tune with, with how people feel. And so she's always good to bounce ideas off of. And she says, you know, the butterflies and the excitement goes away after, I don't know, a year or two, but then you settle into love. And she never called the butterflies and the exciting part, the love. Love is after you've spent time with somebody and you know them and you understand them and you know how they think and they know how you think. And you can settle into this very comfortable place where you now truly have a partner in life. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. It's always got to be the butterflies and the excitement. And once women find that out, they want the danger and the risk. It's why women why some of these women uh, have been caught dating students. It's why uh, some women write, if you look this up and Google it, look at how many women male uh, people that are in prison, especially ones that are on life term, right? Uh, there's something dangerous about them. There's something exciting about them. The, the what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like a, a, a serial killer or something like that, right? So there's women that reach out to these guys. Now, she obviously doesn't think he's going to be a provider. She obviously doesn't think that he's going to be a step up from, from what she's experienced in the past or what she may already have. So why is it that they reach out? It's for the tingles. It's for the excitement. It's for the daring. It's for all the things that she's missing in her current relationship. It's why many women will go out and uh, have an interaction with a guy that's not her partner um, and if you've looked at my other videos that I've talked about where uh, they will even get even get pregnant or have the children of this person and then still stay in their, their solid, stable relationship, it's because they want the comfort, they want the, the providing that the main partner gives, but they want the excitement and the danger that's out on the side. And this is becoming more and more prevalent. And so the, the expression, she's not yours, She's just yours right now or, or, you know, along those lines. Well, that holds very, very true. And no matter what you can do, even if you are the best guy in the world to a woman, uh, she's going to get used to what you provide to her. It's one of the reasons also why the quote unquote bad boys uh, seem to be so alluring to these women is because they never step up. They never get anywhere. Or if they do, 
it's very infrequent and it's very rare. And so it becomes almost special that a guy that's kind of a jerk does something that's nice or treats her well or says a kind word. And that in and of itself is the, the surprise or the excitement that she gets. But she doesn't get it on a regular basis, which is why one of the reasons why if you're worse to a woman and only occasionally do something special for her, they seem to like that more than if you're nice all the time. And one of the things that I found interesting, uh, you know, when I, when I had a relationship and the first time I learned this, um, where I really, really believed that this is how all women were, is I was, it was, I met a girl, it was uh, Halloween. Uh, she was uh, uh, interesting and funny and we struck it off and I asked her out and she said, well, honestly, I like, I know, I like tall, like cowboy guys. She's, she said, and I'm like, you know, I'm a little bit shorter and, and uh, I'm more of a computer guy. And I said, but she said, yeah, well, we can try it. Right. And so I didn't expect much out of it the way she replied. Well, we ended up getting along great. And we ended up dating for almost a year, but near the end where things were starting to slide apart a little bit, she wasn't texting back. And, um, to make a long story short, I made a fake Facebook account. I made him a tall, good looking cowboy. I had different photos of different guys, but I made sure they were at angles where they all looked close enough that I said, well, they look, if, if I didn't know any better, they looked to be the same person. I made a fake Facebook account and I messaged her and I said, hey, because I knew her hometown. And I said, hey, do you remember me from her hometown? And I and he said, I, I met you through, uh, and I mentioned a couple of her friends, uh, but this is like 10 years ago. And I just always wondered what happened to you. I made a big story. And she ended up messaging me and texting my the fake me and I asked her out on the fake me. And she said, oh yeah, definitely. And she broke plans with the real me, her boyfriend, to go out with the fake guy. Um, needless to say, I broke things off after that. But it gives you a good idea of how what we talk about is that she's always going to look for the more butterflies, the more excitement, the, the, the next hypergamy ladder. There's just nothing you can do to make a woman happy forever. Now, how long your, your short-term goes or, or your quote-unquote long-term goes, that's, uh, that's as good as anyone's guess. Sometimes, it, nowadays, it might last three to six months until she's uh, surfing and, and uh, flirting with other guys online. It might last longer. Um, but the the problem is it's always chasing the butterflies. Just nothing's ever good enough. So guys, I'm going to leave it there today. Uh, thank you for all that you do. Uh, if you like my work, please like, subscribe, and comment down below. I'd like to hear what you guys think of it. Have you found that you've had somebody kind of do the same thing to you and um, you've not necessarily caught them cheating, but catching them flirting or leaving you and then quickly getting into another relationship with somebody else, uh, just chasing the butterflies? Uh, I'd like to know what you think about that. Uh, if you if you like my work and want to, want to uh, uh, donate to my cause, links are down below, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again real soon. Guys, take care.